PFF kicked a hornet's nest today with an article talking about possible trade candidates in the NFL. Why would the Lions even consider trading James Houston? To be clear, I wouldn't do it, but I can see why they might. Aristotle said it was the mark of an intelligent mind to be able to understand a thought without accepting it. So let's pretend for a very short time that we're a group of intelligent minds. See you after the jump. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. In case you're not a Lions fan, let's do a little background work on who James Houston is. Washed out as a linebacker in the SEC and retreated to Jackson State, where Deion Sanders famously said to him, You can't play linebacker in the SEC. You definitely can't do it in the NFL. How about we put you at pass rusher? He agreed, and he did well. And the Lions drafted him, and he used a bunch of moves in games that Mitchell Schwartz called on the athletic football show uh, BS that he would yell at a guy for doing in practice because there's no way anybody would do that in a real game. Uh, He did that for seven games last year at a pass rush grade that was a ridiculous 88.2. That's in the range of guys like Trey Hendrickson and Hassan Reddick. Uh, For anyone who doesn't really follow PFF grades, very good is is that that answer. So eight sacks, seven games, played somewhere in the vicinity of 100 pass rush snaps, total of 140 on the year, insanely productive as a rookie. He was second to the Lions' own Aiden Hutchinson in the rookie sack total list last year. So why would the Lions even consider trading a guy like that? On the surface, he gets sacks. You need sacks. You keep that guy. That's why I wouldn't really agree with doing it. That's pretty much how I feel about this in general. Uh, If you can't find a way to use a guy like this, uh, you're a garbage defensive coordinator. This is the kind of, he's not the right kind of chess piece crap that got Patricia fired. But... He's also not the right kind of chess piece for what Aaron Glenn wants to do. The Lions Edge players are they're free agents, they're highly drafted guys. They all have one thing in common. They're great against the run. And yes, it's a passing league, there's no denying that. A huge part of the Lions strategy in the passing league is to defend the run with as few players as possible as with running with stopping the run as their primary job. This is why they drafted two of college football's best run-stopping defensive ends in 2022 as their first and second round picks. Josh Pascal and Aiden Hutchinson are the guys the Lions foresee in the future getting the vast majority of snaps at the edge spots because they can stop the run. Romeo Okwara is also very good against the run. John Kaminsky is also very good against the run. Like Jeff gets a lot of grief from Chris on the show saying that James Houston was never going to play. Uh, the thing is, in the defense, Aaron Glenn actually wants to run. Jeff's right. Look at the other defensive ends on the roster. Aiden Hutchinson, 6'7", 265. John Kaminsky, 6'5", 285. Josh Pascal is 6'3", 278 pounds. Even the smaller guys like Romeo Okwara's 6'4", 255. Charles Harris is 6'4", 255. Julian Okwara, 6'4", 245. Like, 
by current NFL standards, that is a big, big edge group. And that's by design. And that design is to stop the run with with your edges. Uh, Here's why. If your edge interior defensive line and linebackers are all good run stuffers, you can play fewer of them and still get that job done. Now, I've gone over this a few times this offseason, but I'll just keep hammering this nail because not everyone listens to every podcast. And I think this is an important thing for people to understand about the NFL right now. Nickel is the new base defense of the NFL. Teams only want to come out of it when they have to or in short yardage situations. Uh, Chase Daniel recently said on the Athletic Football Show that defensive coordinators have shrunk the size of the red zone to within 13 yards of the end zone before they actually change their personnel or play calling in any way. That's something that NFL teams have noticed happening. The red zone is inside the 15, not the 20. Teams don't want to dedicate any more resources to stopping the run than they absolutely have to on any given play. Uh, Part of that is because the most dangerous time to pass the ball is on first down. So if you're out of that nickel defense on first down because you have to be to be able to stop the run you are more susceptible to the big play action passes and just general success against the pass that teams like say i don't know kansas city love to exploit we saw in carolina last year what happens when you have to come out of that nickel defense and don't or when you don't have the resources to stop it when you do. Uh, James Houston doesn't help that problem. And it is the problem that can undo you when you get into things like cold weather games and that sort of thing. Now, you don't build your roster for the two or three times a year that you play outside late in the year. That's that's not what you do. You have to get there for those games to actually matter. And a guy like James Houston can help you do that. But James Houston might as well be wearing a 10-foot-tall neon sign that just screams, run the ball here when he's on the field. He he just doesn't have what you need a player on the edge to have to stop the run. It's just that's not his skill set. Against the run, he is much better as an off-ball linebacker than as an edge. So that means you're either playing Houston as the third stand-up linebacker or playing a third stand-up linebacker behind Houston to support him in the run, which means you're not in your nickel defense in either of those two cases on any down where they might run the ball. So unless it's third and 15, Houston makes you play another player on the field you don't want to play, and that is taking C.J. Gardner-Johnson off the field or moving him out of position and keeping Brand Branch off the field. And the guy replacing them is someone like Rodrigo, And uh, that drastically drops the team's coverage capabilities, which is problematic because it is a passing league. You following me so far? Basically, you can't play Houston unless you know the other team is passing. So his ceiling, as far as the number of snaps per year he's going to get, is probably not that high above what he already got last year. But for what you're paying him isn't, being a dedicated pass rusher, like just fine. Um, again, I'd say yes, that's almost the best case scenario when you take a guy where they took Houston in the draft. Like that's that's not a bad thing. Having him as a role player on the team isn't a bad thing. 
But the thing is, James Houston's not going to play 380 snaps and get 16 sacks. That's that. That's not gonna like he's not gonna double his total from last year on the limited snaps. Like the he might play those 380 snaps, but I really doubt it, barring injury, that he would even get on the field that much. And if you think opponents will be absolutely dialed in on James Houston, on James Houston's shenanigans in 2023 like you're nuts they have 100 snaps of pass rush tape on them right now the guys who won't stop them are the guys who can't to play james houston the lines have to choose to take hutch harris romeo or pascal off the field and pascal's a guy you guys are gonna love this year uh he didn't play that much last year and he was injured for the preseason so like he just wasn't ready as a rookie but you like Josh Pascal is going to be one of your favorite Lions at the end of 2023 just trust me on that one that's I was super high on him in the draft over the moon when they took this kid it's going to be great uh he's not a guy you need to pull in passing situations neither is Aiden Hutchinson neither is Charles Harris neither is Romeo Okwara like I don't think he fits the profile of what the Detroit Lions want as an edge player. Like, I also don't think they want to be mandatorily subbing guys on and off the field because they can't compete in certain downs. Like a completed pass followed by a hurry up off tackle run directly at the side of the field where the run defenders are James Houston and CJ Gardner Johnson is nightmarish in how easily, uh, Basically, it can be exploited by any kind of reasonably intelligent offensive coordinator. It's just something you can't have happening. But it's something I personally would be willing to have the team live with. If that makes sense, like I, I, I don't want to trade James Houston. I'm, I'm happy to have a guy like that on the team. He's useful for what he does. Uh, but uh, maybe Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, and Eric Glenn don't agree with me. But I think the real reason that James Houston might get moved is as follows. Uh, you want him for obvious reasons. I want him for obvious reasons. And that's why other teams also want James Houston. Like you can't trade somebody that other teams don't want. So all of this talk of Julian Okwara being moved, like just get it out of your head. There was a brief period where a conversation was probably had between two teams that were practicing together. Like, Hey, is that guy actually good? And if he is, what would you want for him? And is the Lions pass rush bad with Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris, Romeo Aguara, Josh Pascal, and John Kaminsky as your top five edges? No, it's not. Is it as good as it would be with James Houston? No, it's not. But, but is it bad? I don't think it is. It's not a bad group of pass rushers. I wouldn't. You know, if you throw Julian into that mix too, I'd, I'd invite you to try to find a group of six pass rushers that good anywhere else in the league. Like there, there are a few, but it's a pretty short list. Like there's a bunch that have a lot more top heavy group. Like they'll have like two studs at the top and then nothing like say the Los Angeles Chargers, which I'll, they'll get to later. They're a team I think would be a spot where if you're going to trade Houston, that might be where you could go. Basically, the Lions have too many guys at edge. They have seven guys that will be on NFL rosters this year. 
currently on their team. And this is part of being a good team is having too many guys at positions where other teams don't have guys. So that is how a team like the Patriots or the Packers have historically basically been able to continuously hoard draft picks by just taking whatever they could get for guys that they were going to cut. Like if you go conditional, yada, 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 you're going to get something for one of the one or two of these guys. But let's look at that Chargers example uh, because they're a team that does not have enough at edge outside of their top two guys who are very good and old or injury prone. They have two very expensive wide receivers. They just drafted another receiver in the first round. So their wide receiver four is Josh Palmer, who just caught 70 balls for them last year had almost 800 yards and he's in the second year of his rookie deal. That might be the kind of thing you could get from a team. He's their wide receiver four. He would immediately be our wide receiver two, and is under his rookie contract for two more seasons. That's your six foot two, 210 pound outside wide receiver two playing across from JMO in 2024 for James Houston. Would you do that? I would probably do that. I don't know if the Chargers would do that. That's the the one issue there. Let's take a look at the teams that PFF said might be good trade spots for Houston. So Kansas City. Uh, Justin Ross had a good camp. College UDFA. If he was available, would you do that? That's a six foot four X receiver, exactly what the Lions need. <laughs> uh, and the reason he was a free agent is because of the potential medical issues. Uh, the Chiefs have a lot of receivers on the team. Buttered, like, Justin Ross isn't going to be your gunner. Uh, special teams is where guys get hurt, particularly with neck injuries, so you don't take the neck injury guy. Well, not even an injury guy. You had a birth defect that made him have some surgery. But you don't take that guy and put him on the spot where he would be most likely to get hurt. But he'd be a heck of a red zone offense weapon for the Lions. But if he's going to be playing a lot for the Chiefs, that might squeeze out one of Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, or Marquez Valdez Scandling. Where there's always Chris Jones, right? I might make that deal. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville was also listed. I don't like any of their depth guys, honestly. Like nothing that I would trade for Houston. Absolutely not. Uh, Atlanta, I don't see anything on their backups that I'd love to poach either. Maybe we can get Iggy back. Corderell Patterson runs fast in a straight line. We don't have anyone who does that on the offense. At least not a receiver. It would let us run the offense we were intending to run with JMO. And maybe let us have a fast guy on the other side too every once in a while. But he's been playing running back the last few years. We definitely don't need a fast running back. Um, Let's see. Denver. Uh, maybe they'd get rid of Nick Benito, who is basically like a slightly bigger and less successful James Houston. Like there's not, not much there. Uh, the giants were also mentioned again. They were guys we practiced with. So obviously they're familiar with our roster a little bit. Um, but do the Lions need another guy like Khalif Raymond? Uh, cause the giants have been stockpiling those guys. Like they've got Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson, Jalen Hyatt, and Cole Beasley. That's too many slot guys. And they all kind of fit that same mode in one way or another. But the Lions already have that. 
uh, like they've already got Khalif Raymond. They've already got Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, do they need another guy in the not tall? Some of those guys are fast. Uh, but Wondale Robinson, for example, is on the pup list. He's, he's or NFI. I can't remember which of the two, but he's, he's not playing right now. Would you trade Houston for that? I don't think I would. Uh, there's just not a lot of players on the teams that PFF mentioned that I would find particularly intriguing. Would you trade James Houston for a mid-round pick? Or would the Lions, I guess, is the question. Uh, I, I certainly hope not. Like, But if they're looking at what I said above about his fit and seeing that the absolute maximum role they have for him, barring injury, is 150 snaps a year, and that's his ceiling in Detroit, and realistically, they don't think there's any chance that he's going to meet that statistical output again, because frankly, like he's not on that number of snaps. He is not going to do that again. That has never happened before. It will probably never happen again. And if that's what they see, that's why they might consider trading him. Additionally, if you joined the Detroit Lions Fantasy Football Leagues the day this particular YouTube video drops, the 29th is the day that those invites should be going out. If you haven't received your invite by, say, I don't know, the 31st, you should probably email dlpfantasyfootball at gmail.com. That's where I'm doing all of that stuff. I can look through all of the entries. I can make sure your thing went through the way it was supposed to. Just let me know. By the 31st. Entries are still open until September 1st. And then, basically, if you still want to get in, we'll leave them open until the last leagues that were open at that point fill up with people. The drafts are on September 3rd, so don't wait. Just get this done. If you're doing it, do it in the next couple days. Let's just get this over with so that we're not dealing with things at the last minute. That September 3rd is draft day. You'll find out what time, depending on which league you get in. Okay? Have a great day. Let's bring it here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes. You've had enough of that shit.